Welcome to the Website Coach Podcast, the podcast for entrepreneurs and small business owners that want a winning website, one that attracts more visitors and helps them book more clients. I'm Marie Brown, a website designer and business strategist, and I'll be sharing simple and actionable tips to help you create a winning website. So let's get started. Hello, welcome to episode number 51 of the Website Coach Podcast. And welcome to September too. Where has that summer gone? September's a great time of year. It's very much feels to me like it's the new year, but with new stationery too. I mean, come on, how good is that? <laughs> anyway, it's also a really good time of year to address how you market your business. And if you listen to the end, I've got something that I'm going to tell you about, which is completely free that you can join in in a couple of weeks. So make sure you listen to the end. This week, I'm talking about how to market your business when you have little time. There are lots of demands on our time when we run our own business. There's the actual client work itself, but there's also admin, accounts, preparation for client work, and of course, sales and marketing. And for many of us, marketing our business falls to the bottom of the priority list. There's not the time to do everything, especially if you've got a busy home life. And marketing is one of those jobs that can make us feel uncomfortable. We're worried about what other people might think. You know, who does she think she is tarting herself around for business? Plus, we're not always sure what's going to be most effective. You've got one expert telling you to post four reels a day, using trending sounds and transitions. And another is telling you you've got to be on TikTok, Clubhouse, host a podcast or use some other platform. I saw one the other day that was recommending Twitch. I mean, what is Twitch? Many business owners, especially those starting out, believe that if they do a good job for their clients, then other clients will follow. And of course, you should do a good job for clients. That's what you're here to do. But relying upon clients to spread the word about your business on its own is unlikely to lead to a successful business. I'm not saying it will never help, but your clients have got no incentive to market your business. And they won't necessarily sell your services in the way you want. I mean, they might be saying to people, I found this really cheap, you know, whatever you might be. And put bluntly, it's not your client's job to promote your business. It's yours. I'm actually going to say that again, because I think this is really, really important. It's not your client's job to promote your business. It's yours. We're all looking the silver bullet that will magically grow our business without us having to make too much effort or maybe even show our face. We're searching for that latest hack that will lead to thousands or maybe even millions of viewers to our social media account and or website and with sales and bookings following. But these rarely work. Yes, you might get a video go viral, but you're probably going to have hundreds first which don't. And even if you did get a viral video, it's not necessarily going to lead to sales because the people who are watching it might not be looking for what you sell or they might not be in the location in which you work if you work one-to-one with people. So what does work, especially if you've got little time? Well, that's what I'm talking about in this episode. And the first thing to think about is how much time you realistically have. 
In an ideal world, you would market your business every single day. It would be a priority. But we don't live in an ideal world. And I certainly can't market my business every day. I don't know about you. You should do some marketing of your business every week, though, except when you're on holiday or taking a planned break. Because consistency is a key part of a successful marketing strategy. What I would say is it's important to work out how much time you can dedicate to marketing your business and find a plan that fits that. If you don't have the time to record four TikTok videos every day, then don't plan to do that because you'll only feel demoralized and a failure when you can't do that. And then you'll stop and maybe try something else. So think about how long you have. Do you have an hour a week? Yes, you can market your business in an hour a week as long as you're consistent. Although I would, of course, recommend more. <laughs> Do you have two hours or more? Think about the minimum you can commit to every week. And then we can work out what else you can do when you've got more time. The next step is to choose one platform. Trying to be everywhere at once is exhausting and not the strategy to follow when you've got little time. You may be able to post the same content to multiple platforms, although the reason I'm not going to go into today, I'm not a fan of that strategy. But you need to be doing more than just posting. So my recommendation is to start with one marketing platform and do that well before adding another. Now, social media isn't the only option. Although, personally, I think a, one of the social media platforms can be good when you're starting out and have little money. But in episode 39, if you go back and listen, I talked about 11 ways to market your small business without social media. So if you don't like social media, go back and listen to that one. And the options I went th through were networking, referrals, that's using a strategy be beyond relying upon word of mouth, that's strategic referrals, fairs, collaborations, PR, speaking, podcast, SEO, email, ads and directors, directories and supplier lists. And then, of course, there are the social media platforms, including Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, LinkedIn, Clubhouse and Twitter. There's a lot of choice. And I did say you can't do it all. <laughs> Given so many options, which one should you choose? Well, the right one for you isn't necessarily the same as the right one for another business, even in the same industry. I'm not a fan of a one-size-fits-all approach. So some of the things that you need to take into account when you're choosing your primary marketing platform are, number one, where your target market is. If they're not on TikTok, there's no point using that platform. And of course, you'll be able to find potential clients on any platform, but you want to make it as easy as you can, at least for your main platform. I mean, why fish in a massive pond that's only got a couple of the kind of fish that you actually want when you can fish in a smaller, more concentrated pond? Second thing is what you like doing. Do you hate doing videos? Quite a lot of my clients hate doing videos. Well, 
there's little point choosing YouTube because if you hate it, you won't keep it up. And while I'm all for stretching your comfort zone, you do need to choose a platform where you will show up. So choose one that's got the features that you can use and that you like. Third thing is thinking about where you've been successful before. If you've had great success with getting clients through wedding fairs and you enjoy them, then consider focusing on those. The whole point is to bring in more. The final thing is to consider what that platform does. Let me explain that one. There are three stages to getting clients. They need to first find you. So if they don't know about you, they need to find you first of all. Then they need to get to know, like and trust that you can help them. And then they need to be persuaded to buy. And you either need a platform that does all of these, or you need to choose more than one that when combined covers all of these. So a website, for example, in itself will not get you visible in front of potential new clients who've never heard of you before. Nobody stumbles across your website. Oh, I wonder what would happen if I typed beyond the kitchen table.co.uk into my network browser. But SEO, PR, networking, or any of the social media platforms can be used to drive traffic to your website. And your website then plays a role in increasing the know, like, and trust factor and converting these visitors to clients. In fact, a good website is very good at that. Potential new clients who've never come across you before won't be on your email list either. Under GDPR, it's unlawful to add people to your email list without their consent. And whilst email is another brilliant tool to convert potential clients, you need to get people to sign up to your email list first. So you might need to run ads to a lead magnet. I talked much more about those in episode 20 of the podcast, which was how to quickly grow your email list. Or you might promote them on social media, via collaborations, etc. Now, we're choosing one platform here, or potentially a combination of platforms that work together initially. You can always decide what else you'd like to use when you have the time for more. Because one done well is better than several done badly. Believe me, I have been there. (laughs) The next thing is to think about what your strategy is. You've got your platform and you need a strategy to get the most out of the time you have available. Scrolling Instagram or watching YouTube videos is not going to get you anywhere. So you need to think about what your objective is. What are you looking to achieve on that platform? Ultimately, most of us are looking for sales because followers or likes, even viral videos, won't pay your bills. How will you measure success on your platform? Is it the number of inquiries that come through? Bookings, website traffic? Now, the strategy you follow will depend upon the platform you choose and your objective, but there are a number of key components. So number one, is to make connections with people who have the same or a similar target audience to you. So if you're a wedding cake maker, for example, then people like wedding venues, florists, photographers, etc. They've got a similar kind of client. They're great connections to make. Now, they do need to be similar kind of clients. So if you are, for example, are very uh, 
do wedding cakes for very edgy weddings, you don't necessarily want the local stately home. You want people who have a similar target audience to you. And you can make those connections on your preferred platform, be it social media, at networking events, fairs, etc. The second is to create content that resonates with your target audience. So if your platform is social media, for example, then you want to be posting a mixture of business content where you're sharing value and helping your target audience while showing you know what you're talking about. You also need content designed to engage. One of my most commented on Instagram posts was about your favourite band growing up. I wasn't the only one to know Duran Duran lyrics, I can tell you. <laughs> and thirdly, content that's designed to sell. If you're using PR or SEO as your platform, then it's going to be more likely to be business content. The third part of your strategy is following up. If someone is engaging with your content, they're starting a conversation with them with you. And in real life, you wouldn't ignore them. So don't do that online. And of course, if someone asks about your services, make sure that not only do you give them the information they need and or direct them to your website, but that you follow up with them a few days later to see if they've got any more questions. And the fourth part of your strategy is to measure the results and then refine and test new ideas. Is your strategy delivering the results you want? Does it just need more time? What can you tweak to make it better? And what other new ideas can you test? Because marketing is a pretty fast-moving environment, especially on social media. And what worked a couple of months ago won't necessarily continue to work in the future. Other thing I want to talk about is finding more time. While we're all busy, Making time for marketing is important to the success of your business. And the reality is that we all waste time during the day. I certainly do. Maybe you don't. Maybe you're one of the rare people who do not waste any time during the day. So think about how you can find more time. Start by looking at how you do spend your time each day. How long do you spend scrolling social media? That's not working. It's scrolling. Can you spend some of that time responding to comments? engaging on other posts, or creating content instead? Is there anything you do that you could delegate or outsource? Just because you can do things yourself doesn't mean you have to. Yep, just because you can do things yourself doesn't mean you have to. Consider how much time you're spending on something, and whether it could be done better by somebody else, in which case there's a strong argument for outsourcing it anyway, and or what it would cost you. I've spoken to a number of people who spend hours on Canva graphics. You know, if a VA charges, say, £30 an hour, gets things done twice as quickly as you, then it's effectively only costing you £15 an hour to outsource. And of course, if they work three times as fast, <laughs> then it's only £10 an hour. The other thing to think about to get more time is whether you can batch things that you do takes time to switch between tasks so batching is a very efficient way of getting more done in less time. I'm recording this podcast and once I've finished I'm going to record another one and then I will go back and I will edit them both together. And for you creating social media posts for the next couple of weeks in one go means that you've got a bank of content ready to post 
But it also means that you've actually, instead of starting and stopping, you've actually saved yourself some time. Maybe you have a dedicated time each day to respond to emails or do admin, etc., rather than chopping and changing. So what next? Once you know how long you have each week and you have a plan for how you're going to use that time to market your business on a single platform, you can start to consider what else you can do. So when you've got a spare couple of hours, no, don't laugh. <laughs> it sometimes happens. You might think you never have a spare couple of hours, but meetings do get cancelled. You can start to get ahead on your primary platform. Then what? What else can you add in? Can you do some PR? Maybe write some blogs for your web post that, for your website that help your SEO and can be repurposed into social media posts. Can you investigate networking meetings? Make sure your marketing strategy includes a plan for what else you will do when you have the time. You don't want to waste that time thinking about what to do. So to wrap up, it is possible to market your business without spending a lot of time. But to do so requires the right strategy on the right platform. That's for you and your business and consistent, effective action. Yes, you actually need to put this into action. Spending time or scrolling on social media isn't using the platform effectively. Yeah, I'm delivering quite a lot of tough love this week. <laughs> now, I said if you waited to the end, I was going to talk about something which I'm offering for free. So in the week beginning, the 19th of September, I'm going to be running a four-day marketing sprint, which is designed to help you develop your marketing plan for your business. It's completely free to take part and you can sign up at beyondthekitchentable.co.uk slash marketing hyphen sprint. I will put the link to that in the show notes. It's going to be a fun week. It's going to be lots of teaching and there's going to be live Q&A as well so that you can ask me any questions that you've got. And the idea is at the end of those four days that you will actually have a marketing plan that you can implement. So that's it for this week. Have a great week and I will see you again next week. Thank you so much for listening all the way to the end. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to follow or subscribe so that you don't miss future episodes. And I'd really appreciate it if you could leave a five-star review. That makes a massive difference as to whether Apple shows my podcasts more widely. And head over to my website, beyondthekitchentable.co.uk, where you can find all the ways you can work with me whether you're just starting out, looking to grow your business or scaling it. And see you next week.